G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Dan Flynn, the Australian Christian Lobby Victorian Director, joining us. Hello, Dan. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. Pleasure to be with you. Well, Dan, there's lots of things happening. Uh, There's counting still continues so far as the Senate goes. Uh, There's still all sorts of things uh, still up in the air with all of that. Uh, Any insights at all uh, with, with regards to how that counting's going? Look, it's going slowly, Neil, and it, uh, I think there was something like 11 of the 76 uh, Senate seats still undecided, uh, and that will take, uh, I would think, probably a couple of weeks from here. Um, Christian uh, listeners may be encouraged to know that there's you know, every possibility that there will be some uh, minor Christian parties may pick up uh, one or two of those uh, seats. Uh, so uh, we look forward to the Senate forming, but... Um, uh, it's very much an unknown, um, and uh, you know clearly there's a, a recount in the seat of Herbert uh, in the leg- in the, um, uh, the main uh, chamber. So we'll, we'll look forward to an outcome there that probably gives the government you know a one or two seat majority. Well, we'll be watching this space uh, to see how things unfold, and as you say, uh, holding on to a slim possibility that there may be a couple of uh, Christian. Uh, Senate parties that are actually uh, on that crossbench in the new Senate. Uh, Dan, the marriage plebiscite been in the news over the weekend. Uh, the discussion over whether the plebiscite will happen this year or whether it will be delayed to next year. What are your insights? What do you understand about what might be happening? Look, I think it's most likely that it will be next year now. Uh, we haven't had a clear uh, early result from the election uh, and that, that has probably thrown uh, the timing of everything back. I would have thought a couple of months uh, as things settle down. And um, uh, I, you know, Warren Ench uh, from the Liberal Party uh, has been um, out on the airwaves saying, look, uh, it'll be next year. There's no attempt to delay the plebiscite, but that's just the reality of how long it will take to put the legislation in place and to, um, I suppose, set up a, a state of readiness for the country uh, for that all-important vote. Well, I can't help but reflect on the news bulletin. We just heard Vision National News that ran the story about Daniel Andrews uh, in Victoria, who is, uh, you know, uh, is pushing the line that, you know, if there is a plebiscite, there'll be a hateful debate going on. And, uh, and uh, of course, uh, he's saying that it's uh, not negotiable, uh, this whole uh, issue of marriage equality for Victoria. You are the Victorian State Director for the Australian Christian Lobby. Uh, it's significant uh, the way that Daniel Andrews uh, is so forthright and so uh, so uh, grounded in his own ideas of what ought to happen. Neil, you know, comments like that by our Victorian Premier are actually uh, quite unhelpful uh, with all due respect to him. Uh, statements like that asserting that... Uh, to put the case for traditional marriage is hateful, is bigotry, is homophobia, uh, is designed uh, to have a chilling effect, is designed to intimidate uh, good people uh, who wish to uh, you know, advocate for traditional marriage uh, and ultimately vote for it. 
Uh, so we, we must dismiss those uh, comments uh, as, um, you know, a form of uh, hysteria uh, and, and intimidation, whether it's intended or not. Um, but we must be free uh, to argue the case uh, that uh, children, um, the best environment for them is to grow up with a mother and father. Marriage um, endorses that set up and uh, uh, ought to be encouraged uh, in a way that it, it currently is one man, one woman for life. Dan, let's talk some other issues, some of those things that are happening in your state of Victoria. There is a Greens bill, Equal Opportunity for Equality in Schools bill, a Greens bill that's uh, that's hovering around the Victorian Parliament seeking to restrict Christian schools enrolment policies. This is something that's come out of the blue, Neil, um, just in the last parliamentary sitting week here in Victoria. Um, the only other bill that uh, is similar to it is one uh, that is a New South Wales uh, bill by Alan, uh, Alex Greenwich, and it seeks to um, prevent Christian schools uh, from discriminating in, in enrolment uh, in relation to gender identity, sexual orientation, uh, and a number of other um, uh, related indicators. Um, the reality is that... Um, Children are always treated sensitively at Christian schools. I don't think there's any example of um, a child being expelled uh, because they were same-sex attracted. Uh, there, there is no um, real nuisance that has to be rectified by this legislation. But what it actually is is a restriction of freedoms uh, and, and freedom of religion. Uh, parents ought to be able to um, choose an environment to send their school to send their child to. And if um, a principal was unhappy with the behaviour of a child, uh, the statements of a child that attacked the school's ethos, the principal ought to be able to say to that student or to the parents um, that there may be other schools that are more suitable for you um, and uh, to, re to retain that ethos. Uh, so that's what's under attack here in Victoria on this important issue of school enrolment. Uh, Dan, there's a number of fronts on which uh, schools are, uh, are paying attention to some of these uh, bills that are before the Victorian government. Uh, you mentioned enrolment policies. There's also another bill that is talking about employment policies in Christian schools. Uh, they're, they're, are they, are, they are related bills, aren't they? Well, they're related in that they're both amendments to the Equal Opportunity Act, one coming from the Greens, and uh, we consider, Neil, that this is really a ramp-up to a government bill that is seeking to restrict employment practices in Christian schools. So uh, that if a Year 10 maths teacher who's not a Christian applies to work in the school, uh, the school uh, would not be able to, um, you know, prefer a Christian teacher um, because the school would probably struggle to be able to say teaching maths uh, it's an inherent requirement that you be a Christian. So all of these legal hurdles, these difficult legal hurdles, um, are thrown up uh, for school boards, for school principals, uh, and will end in tribunals. So um, in my view, they're related attacks uh, directed at Christian schools uh, and Christian organisations in relation to employment. What I always appreciate about an update with the Australian Christian Lobby on a Monday is it brings you back down to earth. You might have had a relaxed weekend and uh, all of a sudden Monday morning you're reminded that there are very important issues that face the nation. And when it comes to uh, these chipping away uh, ideas about 
changes in Christian schools and uh, policies and uh, employment practices, enrollment policies, those sorts of things. But there's lots and lots of issues that are on the agenda. And in Victoria, we're often seeing uh, Victoria leading the way in what some would describe as a downward spiral. There's an assisted suicide bill, Dan, uh, recommended by a cross-party parliamentary committee in Victoria. That's, that's correct. Um, the uh, the framework for this is to allow uh, adults who are at the end of life uh, suffering from a serious condition um, and in um, you know uh, what they would describe as you know enduring suffering um, to request assisted dying. So in other words, to request the medication. Now the problem with this, of course, is that uh, it diminishes uh, life at the end of life. Uh, it dismisses the improvements of palliative care that have been made. Uh, and um, a lot of these people who are reaching out for uh, state-sanctioned suicide uh, are actually lonely. Uh, they're actually people who um, uh, really should be going on the journey with their family uh, of um, uh, you know, making life comfortable, making it satisfying and accessing palliative care when necessary. Um, this um, approach of uh, promoting suicide appears to be contrary to the rest of the thrust of public policy. And another issue in Victoria, and uh, it's one that has been affecting the whole nation, and uh, you might be able to update us on how changes might come after the, uh, the election of the coalition government, but Victoria... Uh, remaining inflexible on this whole Safe Schools Coalition program uh, despite the federal changes to the program? Well, that's right, Neil, and, and uh, you know, your listeners will be aware that the, the, th- the content of this program focuses on teaching children a definition of gender that can be changed through self-identification uh, and um, you know, the idea that you know, if a child's identifying uh, on a particular day or a particular time uh, a boy is a girl, uh, he should be given access uh, to the girls' toilets, uh, should be able to be accommodated on camps with the girls um, and uh, to wear the girls' school uniform. So Safe Schools Coalition pushes this very hard. There have been some modifications made at the federal level, the principal modification being uh, to uncouple the Safe Schools Coalition material from a very dangerous website called Minus18, and minus 18 um, teachers practices such as uh, chest binding uh, for girls who, who don't want to appear as girls. And that is a, a physically very dangerous uh, practice. Now, the Victorian approach is to um, maintain that link to minus 18 um, and to give it hearty endorsement. Uh, in fact, the Victorian education website contains material that says um, to students... Uh, Can you access access minus 18 at school? Uh, Is it behind a firewall? Tell your teacher why it's important that you can access this at school. Uh, So um, the Victorian government has been vigorous and unyielding uh, in its um, uh, support for this very dangerous program. uh, And that's why you're getting the sort of language from uh, Premier Andrews that you referred to at the commencement of the interview. 
Now, of course, the Safe Schools Coalition program had been in schools in states all around Australia. Uh, are you aware of any developments there or whether schools are dropping that because the funding is uh, is set to cease on that uh, Safe Schools Coalition or, or are there other states that are determined to keep all of the content in there for uh, for schools? Look, the, the only other state that uh, appears to be going down this pathway of keeping all the material uh, unmodified is the ACT. Um, and they, they seem to be in lockstep with Victoria on this issue. But we are, we are seeing good developments. The Victorian uh, shadow education minister has said that the Safe Schools brand is absolutely damaged. Uh, the, when Safe Schools is raised, that resonates so badly with parents. Uh, they know that it's uh, damaged goods, and the um, opposition, um, if elected here in Victoria in 2018, have promised to... Uh, scrap the program and to build a genuine anti-bullying program uh, that deals with all aspects um, uh, of bullying and all reasons uh, why people may be bullied, um, going to the heart of um, mistreatment of people rather than pushing um, a particular uh, Marxist gender theory on young kids. Well, Dan, good and valuable insights into things that are going on around the nation and uh, with a special focus this morning uh, on your uh, state of Victoria. Dan Flynn, the Australian Christian Lobby Victorian Director, and uh, it's an up- update on some of the uh, issues that are on the agenda politically this coming week. Uh, Dan, great getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thanks for your time, Neil. Most appreciate it. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.